We're holding in the Meral, and we spoke about the three Amudim, which a person's life is based on, what makes him toy, which means it makes him Roy, to fulfill the function it's created to fulfill. The first of those three pillars is Amur HaTorah. Mishra Torah speaks to a person and instructs him. But most of all, Torah speaks to a person that is Roy to be instructed. If there's a function that he's here to fulfill, he's here for a reason. And uh, he has to fulfill that reason. The person is not here to live a life of Hefka. The second is Avoida, which the Meral explained. The person sees the, con- the creation in relation to the perspective of the Creator who created it. From Hashem's perspective, the world's here uh, f- to serve Him. And if a person looks at the creation as something which is there to serve Hashem, it doesn't just apply to the person, but it extends to the whole breath. And lastly, and that is if a person is put in a surrounding of other people, then that means he's made part of the team. And just like if a person would be employed in a business and put in a room with a lot of other people, this is the people you're meant to work with, he understands that in some way they're meant to work together. It's the same thing, Milan is that the person, the people in a person's family, his immediate surroundings, obviously he was placed with them for a reason. And it's not just to work together with them in Avodah Hashem. It becomes a khiv in its own right of how he's going to relate to the people in whose company he finds himself. And those are Amudim, which means those are ways in which a person is meant to achieve his shlemus. Justifies existence. Now, the morale tells us an interesting insight. It says, understand what Chazal said, and they said, All the various in the Torah, a person, if he's confronted with the opportunity to do the Avera, or if he refused the Avera, he would die, then he's mukhib to protect his life and do the Avera. Three exceptions. You know, as a person would be held, a gun would be held to his head and he'd be told to either eat non-kosher or he'd get shot. And also, yes, he's meant to eat non-kosher. Similarly, if he's given the option of being mechal shabbos, you're going to get shot. He's meant to be mechal shabbos. But if we'd come to a case of then a person would have to choose to die rather than over one of these shavers. And what's the reason for that? The argument that the Torah gives a reason for is Shrikhus Tamim. That there is a reason. And that is, Who says your blood, so to speak, is more worthy of being preserved than somebody else's? If someone's going to die. And then, who says that your life is more valuable than somebody else's? So why is it justified to kill someone else to protect yourself? Well, for the other two, for Gilead Rais, learn this in time. There isn't a reason why the history of Gilead Rais is so severe that a person should rather die than commit an error. The opinion of Mikra, it's only learned from Pasuk. What's the reason? Says the Mara, Aval Tam Dovazet, Gilead Rais, Averis, and Hefech, and Rishlesh, and Dvarim, Shalom, and Dalim. These three Averis are the very opposite of the three principles which a person is meant to live for. He's going to explain them one by one. 
And that is that if a person is living in order to utilize his life and the world around him to serve Hashem, the absolute opposite of that would be a person who serves something other than Hashem, Avodazara. And therefore, Avodazara would be a contradiction to the principle of Avoda. And similarly, it's obvious that the the absolute antithesis of doing good to somebody else is to kill the other person. And rather than justifying what way a person is here to assist or to work to the benefit of somebody else, would be if a person acts to a person in a way where the extreme negative is prepared to kill him. Why? Because that's for somebody else, something which he didn't have to do. He's trying to show, so to speak, great, uh, he's a benefactor of somebody else, as opposed to a Ritzayach, which is exactly the opposite. And it says, A person is prepared to kill, destroys another person completely. And this is my Mishnah's explanation. The Gilead Rais would be the opposite of the Amaratar. And why is that the case? So he explains. Because the Mara is that it's something which is completely Rukhi. And elevates the person to being more Rukhi. It speaks to the Seichel and to his Neshama. And directs him towards the more Rukhi like a place. Nothing separates a person from Chumriyas, from physicality like the Torah. And Tzarech is a right, that's obvious. Tzarech is a right, that's obvious. The exact opposite of that, a person who is looking to uh, attach to the most physical part of themselves, is a person who is looking for the, to act like an animal, which also is something which is only physical, and that's expressed more by the ability to be nichshal in the area of Zos. Why is that more than any other physical activity? And the answer is because it's uh, something which, as opposed to other activities, benefit the person, and therefore it uh, has a has a of it, which is useful for him, not just as a physical thing, but for whatever person's eating. The food will give him energy, will give him nutrients. Even besides for the hana, which is eating, but an act which is called kula, just for physical pleasure, nothing else. This is something which is, uh, the, so to speak, the extreme example of a person making themselves into something physical as opposed to nothing. And this has its ramifications. We know that most carbonates in the rest of English are made, brought from wheat. An exception was the carbon of the Saita, a lady who has been niched on this area, and the reason is, says the Gemara, that it says, Why does she bring the carbon of body, which is really animal's food? She she debased herself to act like an animal, and therefore she deserves from a carbon, which is something which an animal would appreciate. The Dov is the answer. Like we said, as a person is led astray, but the Russian is 
Tisra, the sin, which sounds the same as the letters of a shaitan, who's a person who's lost his mind. A person will only be nichshal in the various of a rise when the nichshal is a spirit of shtus, of idiocy, goes into them, which means they lose any connection to their cycle, to their mind, to their understanding. And therefore, at that stage, they, they uh, can debase themselves in a way an animal would. And therefore we see that this is the opposite And therefore the morale sets it up as the opposite of Torah, which is the abilities of a person to make himself more like a malach, and to elevate himself is the, the type of Khaznus, which is the way for a person to act more like an animal and to degrade themselves. And therefore, in these areas, if a person is confronted with the option of do one of these Averas or he's going to get killed, the halacha is they should rather get killed than do the Avera. And the reason is because these Averas are undoing the foundations of a person. Since the person exists for these three reasons, and without these three things, then a person loses the reason to exist. If that's the case, the Etzim is killing himself by doing one of these three events. And therefore, the person will do that there rather and not die. The Etzim doesn't make a difference. It's still considered as if he killed himself. He's lost the foundation which he's standing on. And therefore, if it's like a person is going to die either way. In other words, a person will be given the option. The guy will be held to his head and said, Either you jump off the roof or I'm going to shoot you. So it's a question of which, one's, which one he's going to do. Either way he's going to die. And if that's the case, rather die without an end of the barrier, rather die with the barrier, because it's, it's not like one's way to live and another's way to die. You see both as ways to die. It's just one who'll do the barrier too and the other one he won't. Now this brings us to an interesting understanding. Because the morale is explaining it literally. And that is that if a person loses the amudim on which he's standing, on which he's standing. So if that's the case, it's like he died. And if that's the case, man of Kaminah, just like the Gemara says, when it comes to Ritzicha, and if Reuben's told, either you kill Shimon or he'll be killed, Reuben must be willing to give up his life. Because what's the difference if he's going to, a Jew is going to die, if it's Shimon or if it's going to be Reuben? If that's the case, one's not more valuable than the other. So he can't choose to kill Shimon to save himself. And if that's the case, you could say the same thing over here. If Reuben's told, either do an aver of Gilead rice or you're going to get killed, what he's really saying is either kill Reuben or we're going to kill Reuben. Someone's going to get killed either way. And if that's the case, it's better that he shouldn't be the one to do the aver and he gets killed rather than he's guilty of killing, in this case himself, by the strength of the one of the Amudim on which he's standing. That's the first point. That's the first point. And uh, again, it's a Chiddush because even if it's on some spiritual level, maybe, a person loses his cure um, by being over against one of these three Amudim, but so for so, he's still physically alive, whereas if the person obviously has his life, he's going to die right now. And then we see that it doesn't make a difference. If a person has lost the Amudim which he's living on, which is based, which is supporting him, so he's lost his Mutsis. 
It might be physically he's still breathing, but he's not his Matthias, he's not his connection to a Tachas who is meant to be living for. But the bigger question which we have to ask is, and that is that Lemaisa, these are various, a person isn't doing Lemaisa, he's doing because he's forced to do. And why is it if a person does not very they're forced to do, does it have the same effect? If a person would choose out of his own wishes to have a Zara, we can understand why he's destroying himself spiritually. If a person is compelled, he has no choice. If that's the case, he's, if someone does under compulsion, under duress, why does it have the same effect? And the first the simple point we can say is the same as before. If a person is told to jump off the roof, he'll get shot. So he's not choosing to jump off the roof. He feels, I'm under, what can I do? I've been forced. It's not going to make a difference at the end of the day, he's dead. And therefore, what you see is that in the connection to these areas is something which is a is a detachment of a person from the Mudim which are holding him up. And if that's the case, it's whether it was by choice or by force, either way around, the effect it's going to have is it's going to be killed. He's been killed. Because he says, the same thing, Kashem, who have a chatay, you know, and I'm a tiaska. Rafa Kamshu Boynes, even though he was forced, Mikol Makam. Given Shaded Van Notiman of a tiaska government, since these things, Be'etzin, is a departure from his existence, Rishaykhan Vachayim of Rishayam Sme. So the Torah can't say you must live and do the Avera because that's not called living. It's Be'etzin of a way to kill himself. 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 So again, the start of the morale, which is a chiddush to us, and that is that doing an avera like this doesn't make a difference in the attention involved, but the etzim it's like a mice of killing a person, of a person killing themselves. A person would think, why can't he do the avera and then decide to do the trivial afterwards? Because that way the trivial will be happy with the avera and he'll still be alive, he'll be able to do more things. So, uh, the question is really a mistake. It's a mistake for a number of reasons. Firstly, the, 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 we learn that the Avera of, of that a person is required to give his life for, of a desire, or one of these cases, where it's paparazzi. Is such an opinion. And if that's the case, doing an Avera paparazzi, when a person is not meant to do an Avera, is a chalashem. And the first simple answer is, therefore, in Chilol Hashem, we know that the Shabbat doesn't work at the most until a person dies. And therefore, you won't be able to regret having been done, doing the Avera and not giving up his life, because by not sacrificing his life, it's the cause of a Chilol Hashem. That's not something you can get comparable. But that's only if you're going to talk about the Gemara that a person's in a public setting and he's asked to choose between losing his life or doing an Avera. But let's say the Gemara himself, which is a different case. Is a person who is ill and there's a certain refer, a certain method of healing which they claim will help him, except it involves a Vedazar. Involves using something which was sacrificed of a desire, or it involves using some kind of force of an Avedazar, whatever the case is. And now the person will ask the question can he avail himself of the treatment and recover? Or is he to refuse this kind of treatment and even if he's going to die? And on that, the Gemara says the same thing that a person can't save his life with a Vedazar. And therefore, he has to choose to die rather than let himself to use the treatment which involves the Vedazar. And now it's not in a public setting, and people might not even know about it. But if that's the case, what's the Mechayev here? Why a person has to give up his life, it's not enough for him to say, Yeah, I'll save my life and then I'll do true. And really, the answer is very simple. And that is because the kind of thought that I'll write and I'll be over, then I'll do true. 
is the concept of Echtavasha. Which means the person is planning in Mirosh, or when they do something wrong, in order to do Shavu for it afterwards. And Allah Mishnah says, and this is passage in the Rambam, that if a person says, I'm going to do an Avera, in order to do Shavu afterwards, the Hashem doesn't allow him to do Shavu. And must take him to Allah's Shavu. And what's the reason for that? The reason for that is very simple. The side of Shavu that Ramchal explains is that a person gets to a feeling and he says, Akkadish Parachal, based on the way I am now, and based on my understanding now, I would never have done what I did then. And if that's the case, Akkadish Parachal, I'm asking to be Michael me for what I did then. Because based on the me now, I wouldn't have done that. I've changed. I've changed. The, the, the person that was then was over, or would have been over, and the person that I am now won't be over. And if that change is real, and a person's grown, and he has, and, that, and in the situation he is now, he wouldn't have done that there. So then, a Baruch doesn't, so to speak, attach that there to the person he is right now. That's his son of the Ramchal, how he spends true. And if that's the case, that only would work for somebody who's going to say that the way I am now, I would never have done the Avera then. Whereas the person says, I'm going to do the Avera and also I'm going to do Shavu. So he can't say, based on what I'm now, I wouldn't have done the Avera. He, he was doing the Avera based on what he thought he was going to be later on. And so, of course, the Shavu again won't work. And therefore, same thing over here. To say, I'm going to be Nikshal now and do Shavu later on, the Shavu won't help. But really, there's a better reason why the question is not a question, and that is as a rule. When HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mitzavah in the Torah, we mitzavah to give up halat rather than be over his Israel. The Torah also knew that there would be a possibility a person could be over the job. And the Torah didn't tell us, just be over the job after, that's good enough. The Torah said, no, a person will give up his life. In other words, the Torah isn't going to replace the fact that a person will give up his life. And uh, the, the basis for the question uh, isn't so strong because the basic question is that if a person would be nikshal and remain alive, he'll be able to do much more. But uh, what a person is able to do in a quantity and uh, what a person is meant to do is uh, two different stories because, like when here, it tells the Shari Java, because the Shari rewards the person for the person he wanted the person to do. And if a person does what she wanted him to do, he's not going to do that in that long term. But here is a famous motion. He says a, a king who asked all his servants to work, and always wanted them to accompany him as he's walking around and, and watching all the servants working. And at the end of the day, all the servants came to ask for money, and the servants accompanying the company the king came as well. And the other servants was not fair. We were doing backbreaking work. We were digging the ground. We were, had to move the stones. We had to work very hard. You were taking leisurely strap. And he said it wasn't up to me. I was chosen for this job. And says uh, the it's the same thing. And that is that if Hashem chooses a person as a long life, which he can use to accumulate a mitzvahs, so we're going to order for that. And if there's someone that Hashem decided that he's going to be bringing back to Shemayim on a day, being Makadashim Shemayim, by not doing an Avera and getting killed for it, so HaKadosh Baruch will make sure he doesn't lose anything from that. Anyway, so that's the basis of the Marah. And as it comes to the history of Averis, a person is the Etzem, uh, by doing the Avera, detaching himself from his Matthias, no difference in a spiritual sense than if a person will get killed. And therefore, if it's either way around, it's a Shaila of a person getting killed, better he shouldn't do the Avera and get killed without having committed the crime. Um, and then we see that even one of them is enough. We don't say that a person is only going to keep his life if he's told to worship over the Zara and kill and be sure and the guy that arrives. It's any one of them. Which means, even though there are three different Avodim, but for a person to 
act against even one of these Amudim and destroy it, is not very reason for him to be my And now he comes to the second part. The world got to a stage where it came out completely destroyed. And the reason for that was is because all the Amudim, all the, the pillars, so to speak, which are meant to support the world and maintain it, had all been destroyed. And when the world lost its connection to its lifelines, as the then everything will get destroyed. And he explains, The first is, you know, the Obdei, the Daramabu Adavirazara, which is against the Amr of Oidluk, which Amr of Sainz from the Brach, Vayari Kim Sarsi, and Nishhasa. And the Gemara says, Ain Nishhasa and Avirazara Vagas, that they were over on the world which was destroyed, which was Lashna Avirazara. And same thing as Lashna Vagaita, so Kihishka is called Basar Starkoi. We know that. Uh, the door of the Mabul was also a very immoral door. Even the Malachim who came into this world became immoral. And there was a second Amud, the The other primary Averis Dar Mabul was a rampant theft. Like we know the Postal says, that's immoral or it's famous. And that's also a good Instead of being looking to give other people, the guys is always looking what he can steal from, what he can take from other people. And therefore, when they got to that stage, they all these three things, so they lost all their points of connection to Chiyos, and therefore, they were destroyed. Since the, the way the, the, the world then looked, it's exactly the opposite of the three pillars the world stands on, when they lost all these three pillars, so then the world collapsed. In other words, it got destroyed. There's nothing to support it. There's nothing to stand it anymore. But now we have two questions. The first question is, we said previously that if a person is confronted with the choice of to do one of these three events to give up his life, he has to give up his life. Because losing one of these three inside this is tantamount to death. Whereas when it came to Dara Mabul, they only got destroyed when they were over all three. And what's the difference? And the answer is partial. For the Yachid, so he needs all these three concepts, all these three Chalak If he's missing one, so there's, there's something missing in the person. Whereas when you're talking about the world as a whole, like we're talking about the the Mabuls, you're talking about the world as a whole. So if that's the case, if some of the people have each of different minds, there could be a concept which each one would, so to speak, Stand in or balance what other ones need. That uh, the ones will come to give a kapara or to provide a, a kapara for what the other ones aren't doing. And therefore, it's only when none of them are being kept, the world gets destroyed. Whereas by an individual in his, as on his own, so we don't have the second party which is coming to balance him, and that's the case. So if he's missing one of these, then there's something which is missing in his being. That's the problem with the last their existence when they lost all three. So they by storm. Storm wasn't all it was just a city, but it's a similar idea. As you know, storm, for whatever reason they had, refused to give soccer, extremely stingy, Similarly, we know that they were very immoral. As you know from the night when the guests arrived at Lost House, and the entire population of the city was intent on doing a with them. 
Ainak Ozai Dovei Rezar Dovei All the members of Tanoi Dovei Rezar So there here also we find that they destroyed when they lost all the three pillars Now even though they had the Oiv Dovei Rezar too Which was the rest of the world at the time They didn't get punished because they didn't have to lose all three pillars And they were also the Stafka when the nation loses all of its pillars That's when it gets destroyed Now that's the first question The second question Mara asks is We said before that the opposite of Gemara's Chasalim is Ritzich and I say the opposite of Gemara's Chasalim is Gezel so he asks the question on Masha Marna Gehefa Gemara's Chasalim or Shehra Slavim the kind of Marna Gehefa Gemara's Chasalim or Gezel so how do you explain the difference is what, what is the opposite of Gemara's Chasalim so he explains the value of Hashem is both true the Zeki Vidara Mabla Kasim Adava Bikara Hira we're talking about the whole world. So I guess they have yes, and therefore we'd say the whole world was new from each other. Everybody is involved in stealing or extorting from each other, and therefore we But you can't, since it was something everybody was doing, that's what made the whole globe a place of commerce, a place of theft, a place of dishonesty. The world is full of bloodshed, it means everybody is getting killed. And that's not true, there's still is the world. When it comes to Hamas, then the whole world will be full of Hamas. And it will still run, just obviously not in a good way. We're talking about not a world, but an individual. And we're saying for him the opposite of you're talking about a rabbi, which means by the case of uh, the oilam, so you know, we can't say that the only chayav is shvich stamim. We can say that that uh, when they when they chayav else stealing, that's also the chayav. In this part of the chapter, the mission of Shetayim is very made. You see, after uh, learning this morale, another interesting point also, and that is there could be a very the person's oilam. They don't undo his mitzvahs. Otherwise, they bring the same category. If an avera be something that a person doesn't have a mitzvah anymore, so then he wouldn't be able to do it. We see it's only these averas. Whereas other averas, even if it's something wrong, but it doesn't affect the omel on which the person's basis remains. It's interesting when it comes to Shoshana, we don't find any sexes like that. If a person deserves to be a bakiyama, should be more tidier on the averas which being over on them would destroy a person's armor, so to speak, his connection to his kiyom and other things. We don't necessarily find it. It's a general dynamism of averas. It's interesting when it comes to Ben Yena and he lists different chalke kaparas, so then he lists the averas of Yaharim Gvalyavar in the category of their own. In the category of their own. And then a person loses his mitzvahs. And the if that's the case, if a person is being judged, does it deserve to exist or not? Then, if a person still has those mitzvahs which uh, give him a chibur to an omud which exists on, that would make that would make more sense that there would be a reason to give him chayim than if these would be the various reasons. When it comes to Shoshana, you know, that's not the case. We could explain that maybe that the Yisrael of Shoshana is that it's a din to give new. And if that's the case, it's altogether a shayla if a person deserves to be given a new lease on life, a new beginning. And uh, it's not just totally on, I'm with him, that a person has in the past. 
It could be that in order to be given new life, the person needs more than that. Either way around, we don't find that this was a cheshbon in the dinner of Rosh Hashanah necessarily. But we do find this is in the Maral, and that is that that when we come to destroying one of the abode of a person, it's clearly destroying the person. That's also considered like a mitzicha, and that's a person who to give up his life because it's giving up his life one way as opposed to the other.